So first, um, can everyone give a quick introduction uh, to yourself and then also the role that you play and tell us a little bit about your acting and filmmaking experience. We can go with Ryan first. Uh, yeah, sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Ryan Satterfield. I play the character of, ironically, Ryan. Um, so my acting experience, it kind of goes back to community college years ago. Um, I kind of fell into it on accident. I was going to be a computer science major. I was playing in rock band and I was playing some shows and I figured, why not give this a shot because I needed to fill some credits. So I thought I'd just try out an acting class. And I showed up there and when I got to the theater, the coach was pacing on the stage because it turns out that only two people signed up for the class. So instead of dropping the class entirely, he put, up his, he, uh, put us into an advanced acting class. And then it was kind of just try as hard as you can because I had no experience whatsoever. And after that, it was, it was kind of just head on because it was really one of the most enjoyable classes I had. So I went into university and studied there. And at the theater school at Illinois State, that's where I actually got my first film experiences, um, were in a student feature film there that I did years ago. And ever since then, I just felt naturally wired for camera. So I just went forth and started auditioning for independent films, TV shows, studio features, different things like that. That's amazing. Yeah, I think also community college gave me the foundation of the passion for acting. So I really with that, that's amazing. So Blake, what about you? Hey y'all. Um, I'm Blake Rubiner. I play Julian in The Father's Duty. And my passion for my acting was really a gift I've had since birth. <laughs> If you ask my mom, she can tell you. I used to watch the same movies over and over again, like soap operas. She still tells me that to this day. And it's very true. <laughs> so um, I started pursuing it um, in high school, high school theater, community theater, church theater. And I was blessed enough to start booking for like the Black Ensemble Theater as an intern and then as the main stage performer. I started going on auditions for on-camera projects. I booked a couple commercials, but this project was actually my first feature film. So I'm, I'm happy. Yay. No, and let me tell you guys, um, you all, cause I had the opportunity to uh, see you guys in auditions. So all of you are so talented. And I just gotta say, I love what you guys bring to the casting room. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, so Chelsea. Hello everyone. My name is Chelsea Clark. Um, I, I I played Anna Carpenter in the in the movie. Um, I started off acting as a kid. I remember being in plays, being in Alice in Wonderland and like kindergarten, being cards and all those big things. Really cool. Um, I kind of fell off from it uh, in like elementary, middle school, high school. I was in choir and I would see people in we call it sunrise choir, but they would sing and act. They would come to school like 5 a.m. every single day. Like I want to do that, but we had to I had to work my way up there. So I, I got in choir really late, so I didn't get time. I graduated high school. And I was like, when I graduated, I'm like, I want to get back into acting, but I wasn't too sure where to start. So I found background. I found an agent. I'm like, okay. I'm getting there little by little, you know, auditions are gonna come. Started auditioning, started booking short films and I'm just working my way up, 
trying to, you know, I'm keeping, keep moving forward. I know. I think we all as actors go through that phase where we kind of fell off, but then the love for it brings us back. I don't know. It, it happened to me too. But then I was like, you know, I love doing this. So let's give it a shot. And at the end of the day, everything, every little thing, even auditions, you just feel like you're being your whole self, you know, you're putting your heart into it. So yeah, we can all relate to that as well. Well, hello, my name is Gregory D. Hicks. Um, I was blessed enough to play Reese Carpenter in the, in the short film, A Father's Duty. Um, this has been, I don't know, like my fourth, I think fourth, uh, fourth short film with uh, HCNF. So yeah. uh, you guys keep having me. I, I, I keep doing it. You know what I mean? Hey, um, when we host the HCNF Oscars, hey, you're going to hey, hey. come on That's right. That's on the I'll making. Say. That's on the making. We are envisioning uh, to definitely have some sort of award for our members. But, you know, with COVID and everything. Oh. So we are looking forward to be able to have amazing networking events to bring all of our members together. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's really, really dope. That's yeah. cool. So what about your acting and filmmaking experience, Greg? I know that you've done a lot. Yeah, I've been extraordinarily blessed. So um, I've been telling people that I've been acting professionally for 10 years, but I've been acting a fool my whole life. <laughs> life is a movie. Hey, it's your own production. You you got to go right. with it, right? Yes. That's right. So um, what uh, I started in actually high school, um, speech team. Uh, I don't know if uh, people are familiar with speech team, but you know they have individualized events and then they have debate. Well, I did the I did uh, individual events and I did humorous duet acting and dramatic duet acting. Wow. Um, and basically, our first tournament out, uh, my partner and I we we competed and you know there's three rounds and then there's like a final round. Well, they score up the tallies, you know, for the first three rounds. So, you know, we 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 do, we do the score or whatever and then we meet in the cafeteria cuz it's high school and um you know, they say, oh, we didn't make it to the final round. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's our first tournament. It's no biggie. And then they're like, hey, guys, get ready for final round. I'm like, we just we just said, we just told that we didn't get final round. That's because we made varsity final round. Wow. Our very first tournament out. And um, since then, we made it to, we had an HDA that made it to sectionals. Um, and then we also had a contest play that made it to state. So... Wow. That's how my acting career kicked off. And then I studied uh, at Illinois State University. Yes. So I got my, my, my degree in acting. And then, you know, while I was, that academic journey was happening, because um, it actually took me 11 years to get a four-year degree, but I got and it. And that's that's same. the important part. And that's fine because my mom always said, the school is never going to leave. It's always going to be there. So It's always going to be there, right? Hey, life, life is there. You... Well, in my experience, I always have to work. So sometimes, you know, it's it's hard to be a full-time student, a full-time actor, a full-time sure. worker. So you got to sure. take your time, right? Yeah. But, mm -hmm. I, but like I said, it, it's done, it's completed, and they don't have a date on there. They just have the date that you completed it. They don't exactly. have when you started. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? So, um, so yeah. So, so then after that, I was, um, you know, just intermittent with, um, you know, life. And because I have two children, I have two beautiful children, um, Olivia Grace Hicks and Noah Gregory Hicks. Uh, they are my wise. They are the reason why I, I push so hard and, and grind so hard and not get sleep and, and do the things that I was doing. 
Um, so, so yeah, so, so then I was just, I stumbled upon HCNF. I don't even remember how. I think uh -huh. it was just trying to find opportunities and I just saw this thing and I was like, okay, great. So then I just started applying and um, since, 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 since the father's duty, um, I've been doing some background work um, on, on lots of sets, Empire, Chicago PD, Fire, Med, Justice, all of those I've been blessed enough to do. I'm actually going to do some uh, more background work on uh, season uh, episode four of Power. Wow. Coming up. Yep. Yep. Hey, you gotta, so, gotta um, stay on the look for that. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, you know, I'm hopefully I make it to the final. Hopefully I get an upgrade. I get a, I get a bump and I make it to the you I'll get some screen time in there. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, so, you know, just grinding. Um, I also do Shakespeare. Uh, I, I love Shakespeare, actually. Um, I did a Shakespeare play in Chicago called Titus Andronicus. Um, yeah, uh, this last year, last year. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that was fun. And, uh, yeah, and I just, I, I love the work. So, um, I'm actually, um, on, I just booked a, uh, the Tennessee, Tennessee Stage Company. I think that's it's TCS. I don't know exactly what that acronym is yeah. for, but it's Tennessee. Uh, they have a new play festival, and I actually do a role in that. Uh huh. And um, I'm going to be on Clubhouse in a play called In the Red and Brown Water by Terrell Alvin McCraney. Mm -hmm. That's wow. going to be on the 28th and the 29th of March. And um, there's also a uh, a pilot coming out, a web series called um intense retribution that i'm that i'm also a part of we we haven't solidified our location yet but we're definitely in the works and uh yeah we'll, we'll be shooting that soon it's being busy hey we gotta take advantage of Rounded. chicago you know some people say oh new york la but chicago has a lot of opportunities like you said it's just a matter of applying yourself and really Period. you know looking the opportunities so yeah, the sky is the limit. And I'm always gonna remember uh, one time that I auditioned, like I had the opportunity to be the casting director and you auditioned. And sure. I remember you said, I'm always ready to play. So we can see, we can yeah, see your, your, your love for the craft. And that's always. really, really inspiring. And uh, now tell me guys, what were your first impressions of the script of, or what drew you to your character? We can go with Ryan again. Um, yeah, the script I, I liked because of the the tension behind it, and also it was dealing with you know a, a single father at a very very early age, and I was kind of struck by that because I was like I don't know if I've seen this done. If I have, if it has been, then I've I've missed it. I haven't watched it yet. But it was a story that I hadn't seen of you know a high school age young father dealing with the the challenges of having to make the choice of doing whatever it takes to ensure the safety security and you know warmth and f full belly of of his child so that was really really interesting to me and the character himself i had never up until that point i'd never played that type of you know the the addict friend the one who maybe doesn't give the best advice, but tries to to help out in some sort of way. But I had never played a type like that. And I knew it would be a definite challenge for me because I knew the acting traps, so to speak, for a character like that. So yeah. it, was, it, it was a definitely a challenge to tackle it and try to make it grow, you know? 
What's your name? Wendy. He played um role of Coop. Um, show us Uh, he did two episodes of Empire, and that was the only show. But far as commercials, we have four of them out. Oh, yay! Yeah, he he's a uh, you know his acting is like amazing so i i can see him going far far we believe in you randy <laughs> yay okay um so next person blake what were your first impressions of the script or what drew you to your character tell us um my answer reflects that of ryan's i have yet to see a story from a single father's perspective also that young period from a father's perspective, said 18 to 22. And I can remember thinking my father became a father at the age of 18. So it was interesting for me to kind of step into shoes that I've never filled. And I kind of asked him for advice on certain things once I got the script. And it was a great um, time to bond with him as well as get to know the character and put the character in my shoes. And, you know, I would ask, Dad, what would you do for your child? And he says, anything. I would do anything for my children. And my mother says the same thing. So I, I now I understand the decisions Julian has made, especially being so young and having such little resources to back him up. So it was just a beautiful experience. Wow, that was great. This is my first time uh, learning that story. So that's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Uh, now, uh, Chelsea. Um, just like touching back on what Ryan and Blake said, a single father, young age, you never see that in films. Like, I feel like this touches back on representation. Yes. Young Black men are fathers and good fathers are going to make it happen. So yes. that really drew me into it. So shout out to Dylan Johnson, the writer of uh, the short film. Yay. No, he did an amazing job. I think, um, it will be great. Um, you'll see his interview. He also did an interview, but I think he really nailed it on that topic. So that was amazing. Like me, myself, I'm like the nice guy, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I'm drawn to like these dramatic, you know what I mean, roles. And not only that, but like the bad guy, right? Like yeah. my, myself, I'm like, no, I want to be the good guy, but like, I don't know. I get cast as the bad guy sometimes. <laughs> um, so, I was reading him and I was just trying to figure out, okay, like, cause you can look at somebody and say, or like you can look, you know, when you're, when you're breaking down your work and you can say, okay, this is a bad guy. And if you do that, then you kind of put him in a box or you kind of put this person into a box. So what I try to do with all my characters, with all my work is okay. Why, why is he this? Why, why, why do people see him as a bad guy? Does he see, does he think, of himself as a bad guy, right? So like when, when I started breaking that down, I was like, okay, cool, okay. So, um, and the backstory that I came up with was that you know he 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 had this he had this this daughter. The mom left, she died, and um, you know he was he was he was he was running this law firm. He was trying to run this business, and uh, you know the mom died, and then 
um, he had to kind of pick up the pieces. And one of his friends in the law firm just happened to be in the drug trade and was like, yo, you can make some money. And it's like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, well, what are you going to do with your girl? Like, how are you going to make these ends meet? Because, you know, they had a successful firm. So they were trying to keep, you know, he was trying to keep up these appearances. So then basically what ends up happening is he gets into it that way. And then he kind of takes over and then he's trying to get his daughter to, you know, to, to take over in it. So that was all the backstory that I created. But yeah without that to me you know it's just lines on 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 paper and then it's like well you know what drives him and what motivates him so for me reese had to have a drive that kind of would sustain him to make him okay like you're doing you know you're you're selling drugs to children you are you know you're you're putting your daughter in this too you know a single father absolutely so it's like I had to find out what that motivation was. And I was able to talk with the director um, and just kind of get, because uh, I try to do character maps for all of my for all of my characters. So then that way, you know, it's not necessarily a thing that I'm on set like, okay, what did I say? What was that thing? Strategically, yeah. Yeah, it, it's more for homework. So then that way I can kind of have that in my mind. So then that way when we're on set and, you know, I can be in the moment already. Yeah. And that's a great backstory for a reason. It makes a lot of sense. And it actually, now that we are talking about it, it kind of like resembles um, what um, Julian is going through as well. You know, a father, exactly. you know, like a, a single father yes. now yes. getting into that uh, opportunity, you know. Yes. So now that we are talking about it, that's like a great kind of like yes. mirror type <laughs> of thing, you know? Great. For sure. Absolutely. And um, Randy, why do you like auditioning for Coop? Was he fun? No, you just were like, let's do it. <laughs> All right, Randy, you're so cute. Okay, well, um, next question. What were some challenges or exciting parts of playing your character, Brian? I, th I think with with this character, the the big challenge was I wanted to avoid the traps and, and pitfalls that that are presented when you play a character that is very heavily drug induced. <laughs> and it's jumping straight to to that and playing that as the main thing. Whereas that is also an aspect of them, but it's not their whole story. And I was so uh, afraid of that acting trap that I, I worked the scene with my, one of my coaches and I said, he asked me, he said, what's the trap for this? And I said, the trap is to play it how you would first, you would first envision a, a, an addict in this. And I said, and I don't, I don't want to fall into that trap. I said, I know it's very important and it definitely has to be there, but I don't want that to be the entirety of it. Yes. And I think that was the, the main big challenge, especially like with, with the bedroom scene. I was like, this is a very, a very, heavy, a very heavy shot, but I still want to make sure I don't lose that connection at all. Definitely. That's great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Blake? Um, silences. Wow. I really just two. So the first one, this was my first time doing the film. So I don't have butterflies coming to set. I have hawks in my stomach. <laughs> but once I arrived, everybody was just so calm and cool and professional and chill. It felt like we were a family for the days that we were shooting. And the second challenge was just 
Julian was so relatable. He, he was nothing like you would expect a single father to act like, but he was at the same time, the person you were rooting for. So there were times when I found myself like doubting my abilities as an actor because he was so much like me. There were moments where I was like, am I doing you know, my job? Cause this feels really good. And then sometimes I'll be doing the same thing but it feels really bad. So you just have to really trust in yourself when um, pursuing a project like this, but the cast and crew made it a beautiful process. That's so glad to hear. And yeah, when you get into character, it happens a lot. It's like, okay, am I being, I think it feels too real. And that means you're doing a great job because you believe it. Yeah, you are, you're in it. That's great, that's great. And I bet Ryan, I don't know, if I would have played your character, I think I would have watched a bunch of videos just to like <laughs> kind of know what it feels like and stuff, because I haven't experienced it personally. So yeah, I think that took preparation too, but you did a great job. Um, Chelsea, what were some challenges or exciting part of playing your character? Anna. I can Anna. tell you a challenge I had. Um, I think trying to find that middle ground uh, with Anna, she's abused at home, but at the same time, I'm obviously gonna be naturally assertive and hardworking because I have that pressure at home. But at the same time, since I'm getting abused, I'm obviously suffering from trauma. And I don't wanna exhibit that to the people that I'm talking to, which is, you know, Blake and Ryan or, you know, Julian and, and Ryan. I don't want to exhibit that I'm being abused at home. I want to have that assertiveness, but I don't want to be like, you know, when something drops on the table, I don't want to flinch because I'm used to flinching at home. But I, you know, I have to have that certain amount of fire, but I can't show too much because I will be, you know, exposing myself that, look, I'm going through some things at home, but you still need to listen to what I'm talking about because I have to get this done, you know? I have to yeah. find that, that balance between, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from traumatic experiences, but listen to what I have to say. Yeah, you have to be strong. Like, I feel like she was holding a lot on her plate and some emotions, she wasn't able to let them out. So she had to build a lot of walls, I think. But in like, she she had a big heart too, you know? So definitely finding the balance. Great, thank you. Um, Randy, what do you like about playing Coop? Or mom can tell us. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, what what was the best part of playing Coop? I don't know. I don't know if he remembers the movie, so mm. <laughs> it happened. You remember when you were um playing flying kite? You was drawing on the kite? Yeah. Do you yeah. have a favorite part in the movie? Yeah. What was your favorite part? The scene yes. of the kite was really well well shot. I love it. That was so fun. I think Josh did a great job with that. And it was like a good vision. So we really like that, uh, Randy. You played, you did a great job. Um, the definitely the, the challenge was the the physical, uh the physical contact that I had to do with um with with Anna, my daughter. Um she that was it, it was cool because we were able to kind of like go through it and work through it at a nice pace because sometimes i think you know especially with violence i'm always cautious with violence because you want it to look real and the way you can get it to look real is that everybody's safe <laughs> um and then ryan what was it like working with the director anastasia shout out um for this project and other um cast members 
working on the project was was great because like Blake said earlier, it felt very, it felt very connected, very family. It was really a smooth process. Things, things moved along pretty quickly. She, everything was really well put together. And I believe Anastasia has a good eye for, for realness and she's able to really give good direction and give good shots. And in between takes, she was always good about specificity and continuity. She had a really good eye for that. I love that. I got to be um, one of her production assistants and yeah, she always was like, okay, on it. It has to be the same, the same, the same. So it's great to work with her. Definitely, you get things done. You know, you get things done. <laughs> what about you, Blake? How was it to work with uh, the director, Anastasia and other cast or crew members? Um, yeah, working with everybody was just a blast. Professional, punctual, chill, cool, cool people. Working with Anastasia, she's a boss. And that's what I love about any director. Sometimes you have directors who will tell you anything for the sake of just getting the job done. She really cares about the body of work from behind the camera to in front of the camera. So I would love to work with her again. She's a boss and she just knows what she wants. And that's, that's the ultimate gift from a, from a director to an actor. They know what they want and you know, they're about it. I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah, girl power. We need more female filmmakers. So great job, great job. Representation. <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud of her. She recently moved to America, you know, it's like, it's been, I think, three, four years that she moved here. And yeah, now she's in Cali. So she she's, She's going places. I believe in my girl. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, yeah, Chelsea. Anastasia, she was amazing. Just like what Blake said, she knows what she wants. You ask her a question, answer it with the swiftness. I know what I want. I've been looking, I've been, she's been, like she said, been working on the body of work for so long. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming on set. I know, you know, I see this, this, and this. I'm like, ah, I ask her a question. We could tweak that a little bit. And then on top of that, she gives you freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't match the vision, she'll let you know very quickly. But yeah, she'll give you the freedom to express yourself, to be the artist that you are. But yeah, she has a great eye for detail. Yeah, that's amazing. And also Josh, I think he, um, it's pretty precise. He has great skills in project management. So I think both of them were really good duo. And all of the other crew members as well. Shout out to all of them. Let's see, any fun behind the scenes stories you can share, Ryan? Um, a little bit of a rain delay. I remember that uh, we had some outdoor shots, but then it started pouring. And so we had to wait like, I don't know if it was 20 minutes or whatever for it to pass. So we got outside, we we're getting ready to set up and that started sprinkling ever so slightly. So then we just had to really like, really cook because we knew it was going to pick up any second. So there was kind of a uh, playing with the weather there a bit. Yeah, that's what makes it fun too. You know, you never know in film and the weather is so unpredictable these days. So you gotta go, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Blake, what about you? Um, I remember there's a scene where I have to drive up to one of the houses in the film and they showed me the truck, a truck. I was like, oh, that's a big truck. They're like, yeah, you can handle it. I was like, well, you know, I have, I have a car that I'm much more comfortable with 
<laughs> and they were like, sure. Actually, because my car looks like something. It looks like a first car, if you get what I'm saying. The truck looked like I've been a boss <laughs> at a major multimedia company for years. So everything worked out. My insecurities made the film more organic. There we go. <laughs> hey, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that's great. Great story. What about you, Chelsea? Um, I mean, this wasn't on camera or anything with the film, but we kind of had like a, a little pizza party break. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty cool to bond with everybody and everybody talked, you know, it was a pretty good time. It was, it was a great time, actually. This was a really laid back set. Everybody was all, you know, professional, but there were smiles, you know, we were yeah. acting like human beings, you know, not robots. So that was exactly. a really, I did background work and I was trying to talk to everybody because, you know, Samantha doesn't shut up. You can leave her in a room and I'll find somebody to talk to there. I love people. I love talking. But that was like between the back the background actors, we were like bonding and stuff. But when I try to talk to, you know, production uh, or like I approached the director, I was like, oh, great job. And he was just like, oh, thank you. I think he was surprised that I approached him because I think some film people like, you know, the ones that are like on top they are sewing to themselves and they don't kind of like bond with the actors even if their background I think it, it's good to have that atmosphere where you can you know of course business atmosphere but at the same time you're able to you know talk to them approach them but yeah I think um, between HCNF crew uh, we had really good interns that made it possible to uh, be a welcoming environment for everybody oh, so um when we were shooting, uh, I wanted Reese to smoke, uh, and, and and he does, and he does, uh, in the, in the short. And but like we couldn't. <laughs> it's funny we couldn't because it was in somebody's house, so we I couldn't like keep it lit. So I had to like like do it at the end, and then like catch it, and then like cut, and then like hurry up and put it out. <laughs> And sometimes I was so in the scene and I was just like doing like on the take, I was like, and I just had it. And then you're like, I'm gonna hop. And then, and then no, 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 I'm not even that. I'm looking out, you know, cause the scene is I'm looking at Anna go by and I'm like, yeah, you better, you better run my drugs. You better do my thing. And then you'll cut and I'm still like, yeah, you better do. Oh, oh, the cigarette. Oh, sorry. I was like trying to put it out. Oh, that was, that was fun. I think that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Um, next question, who are some actors you like or admire or directors you would like to work with? Ryan. Ooh, that's a, that's, that's a tough one. I'm trying to answer that Narrow one. Narrow it, right? <laughs> Narrow it down. Yeah, the, the list, the list goes on and on. Um, oh, let's see. I guess, I, I guess I could say styles that I like. Mm -hmm. I like things that are honest but also intense things that have a little grit to them things that have a little bit of a raw realness mm -hmm. um i've watched shows like you know peaky blinders i've watched you know killing murphy's subtle subtlety is something i really admire um denzel washington's naturalness and the way he just he just he just nails everything he does he's just fantastic um and and there's just so many so many to name yeah, I agree with you. What about you, Blake? I can go on and on, <laughs> but I won't. Um, of course, Denzel, uh, one of the goats. I love Angela Bassett's work. 
I love as a from a voiceover perspective. I love the work of Keith David, um, a young up and coming actor. He was in Moonlight, Jarrell Jerome. I would love to work with him. My favorite director of all time, John Singleton, who unfortunately passed away um, a couple years ago. I would have loved to work with him. Man, but you know, that's that's me. Hopefully. But hey, now you can learn from him and you can have part of him in you, you know, and create. Yeah. That's our power. We can create and uh, we have those legends to inspire us and mentors, you know, even though we don't know them closely, but we can learn from their work. So that's the power of acting that we have mentors, you know, looking at the screen and, and studying them. Yeah. Because definitely it's part of the art. What about you, Chelsea? Love, love, love Denzel Washington. I know that's a popular name. Um, I really love Alfred Woodard. Woodard. Um, I really want to work with Jordan Peele one day. I'm going to speak that out there. I, I like horror films. And I feel like his horror films are just like, it's just, it's something special. And it's, I'm so lucky that it's in my time that I actually have a chance and opportunity. Like I can, I can actually go for it. it it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, I love the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's the limit. And I really love Lakeith Stanfield. The way I just, it's something about his eyes that the way he acts is, I'm like, yeah, he's a good one. I would I love to work with him. Yeah, those are great choices. And um, I have a question. Was Father Duty filmed during COVID? I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So how was that experience for you guys? Like, you know, times are changing. So obviously in the film industry, it was a shock, you know? Right. So how do you feel, you know, during these times to be able to create? I'll go. go ahead. First, I think I can speak for everybody. We feel blessed to be working um, in this industry when so many, unfortunately, aren't. Um, as far as Father's Duty, compared to other sets I've been on personally, um, it was scaled down a bit as far as crew. Mm -hmm. Everybody who was needed had to be at the set from cast to crew. We only brought people who were needed. And we were all responsible. We wore our masks when we were not taping. We were socially distanced, hand sanitizer all around. We all wanted to be safe for the sake of the body of work. Yes. Yeah. Anybody wants to add? a little bit to that or you can all relate <laughs> this was my first time really out the house without a mask mm -hmm. so i was so nervous <laughs> coming to set but everybody you know we did the right thing and you know so i as it kind of got to continue on with filming the the, the film it was i, I felt more comfortable and i knew people were in, you know make making the wrong decisions prior to coming to the set so that was that yeah. brought some comfort to my heart so I'm glad. Thank you. What about you, Ryan? Do you have something to add? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's obviously a, a blessing and really, really privileged to be working on a film set during during this time. And it was great that there was, you know, safety precautions, masks, sanitizers, cleaning supplies everywhere, um, ordinances being followed, but still, you know, the film being made. So it it was really just a great experience overall. That's great. And what are some of you guys' future projects? What are you guys auditioning for? Tell me a little bit about that, Ryan. Um, yeah, I've been auditioning for a few things uh, here and there, just um, some, some TV, some film. Um, 
things that, you know, I don't know if I can really speak on or not. There's no like NDA signed, but still, you know, it's keeping busy. That's important. And then training and getting ready to do more self tapes and all that, all that stuff there. That's great. That's great. Blake? Um, I've actually had a couple auditions this week alone where I had to sign some NDAs. So I can't, I can't speak about it. I've never seen an NDA disclosure attached to an audition, but first time for everything. Um, and I'm very superstitious. I don't like to speak about auditions, but I did yeah. just have um, a film for the Black Ensemble Theater that I'm excited to um, be released. It should be out soon on some streaming pla platforms. And I'm just always, you know, if I'm not auditioning, I'm creating something of my own for others to be a part of, too. So I'm of excited. course. Yeah, that's the way, you know, like I was touching base earlier, creating. We have that power. So a lot of our HCNF mentors, um, that's what they say. They're like, okay, you have, you know, uh, the imagination, you have the potential. So go for it, create your own thing. And that's, that's fun, too, you know. It's a matter of continuing the craft. That way, you know, you are is still nourishing no matter what. Chelsea? Same as uh, Ryan and Blake. I'm still setting up that light, getting on that, that blank wall that, you know, and going to work and doing what I love. So I'm gonna keep doing it till I'm not having fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, and remember, uh, we're gonna be having networking events virtually. So to keep you guys busy during these times as well, remember uh, to check your email because we send a newsletter with like upcoming events. And well, I hope that you guys have fun in this interview. I really uh, enjoy this time with you guys. And I'm super excited to continue to see you guys grow. And like I said, um, I'm really proud of all of you. And I know that, you know, you are um, grinding and, and following that dream and I am super excited for, you know, the future for all of you. Thank you so much. Well, I hope that you guys enjoy your screening. Make sure to ask questions to the mentors, any questions that you have. That's your time, you know, to kind of like get more industry feedback and they're, they're super excited to, to see the film. Thank you so much, guys. Thank Bye, Randy. Take care, you all. See you. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye.